Do you love movies? Do you love TV? Do you love when people give their opinions about your favorite movies and TV shows? Then you'll love Nady and Katie and the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of Nady and Katie at the Movies. I'm your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nady, of course. And with me, as always, on this journey of movies and TV is my good, good, good friend, Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? Speaking of the number three, we have three things to review in this episode, so we're going to have to get right to it. Yes, we have three things that we're going to be talking about. That is Solo the Movie. And we have the great 80s hit, Droids. And then, of course, Star Wars Rebels, which is another cartoon TV show that we dive right into. So Han Solo and this girl named Kara are trying to escape this planet. And they can't get through. Well, he can get through, but she can't get through. She gets caught at the gate. And so he has to go by himself, you know, solo. (laughs) which is how he gets his name apparently because he signs up to work for the empire. So they have to give him a name and he doesn't know what his last name is apparently. (laughs) So he's like, I'm by myself. And so they give him the name Han Solo. So he fights for the empire. He realizes, Hey, the empire isn't really on the good side and, but he's not really on the, you know, light side either. And so he teams up with Woody Harrelson and friends And they do these, you know, they're stealing sand, they're stealing spice, they're stealing all this stuff. And Woody Harrelson's girlfriend dies, spoiler alert. And so he's really upset about that. And so they go off and they go to this uh, place where they go to the head of the Crimson Dawn, which is the name of this crime syndicate which is led by Paul Bettany of all people, because this is one of the few Star Wars movies that has what I would consider almost an all-star cast. The only one that isn't really known is the guy who plays Han Solo, which was I was kind of okay with. So they go to Paul Bettany's house and they have to, you know, steal stuff because that's what they do. And Paul Bettany has this thing with his face that for some reason, if he gets scratched, it gets red and then, it changes. Uh, yeah, didn't really get that. But then you find that Han Solo's girlfriend, who got lost at the beginning of the movie, actually teams up with Crimson Dawn. And so the whole time you're like, is she a crime syndicate person now? Or is she good? Whatever. Well, you know, she's not good. Short but sweet to the point. The biggest thing about this movie was at the very end when you find out again that his girlfriend's not set that good of a person she's talking to someone in hologram form and you're like who is she talking to well then it's revealed that she was talking to the real head of the crimson dawn which is drum roll darth maul which was kind of cool but i remember seeing this and people were kind of confused like well where does this movie take place well it takes place after phantom menace and because if you really pay attention you can see that he has robotic legs when he's talking to her and so that's how the movie ends Han Solo goes off with Chewbacca because, yeah, you find out how they meet because Chewie was locked in a dungeon and Han was thrown in that dungeon. <sighs> yeah, I didn't care about that. Yeah, I can tell your, yeah, I can tell your thoughts based on your synopsis. First of all, I did a little research on it this time and I found out that the directors, it kind of was like co-directed slash started with one director and ended with another. 
So people had some criticisms there on why it might not flow. I have to say, I actually really liked the movie, like very much liked. I thought there was a little bit of romance, a lot of action. I liked that. Um, I think that they did a good job of adding tons of Easter eggs. Like they're sort of rewarding anyone who has watched. Because, I mean, and that's the hard thing. When you make prequels, you're kind of bound by the story of what happens later. So like you can only take Han Solo's character so far because it has to match up with, you know, the movies that came after. Um, I thought they did a great job. I feel like it would be insanely terrifying to follow Harrison Ford. And I feel like this guy, no, he wasn't the next Harrison Ford, but I thought he nailed it. I thought he did a great job. He had a lot of the same, like he wasn't trying to be Harrison Ford, but he still had enough flair that like that charming kind of cocky um, thing that everyone loves about Harrison Ford's Han Solo. I really liked that it kept me on my toes I felt like I didn't know if the girl was good or bad the whole time. And then at the end, like Woody Harrelson's character comes back and like, you think he's going to be a good guy. And then he kind of double crosses everyone, but then she double crosses everyone. And it's just like, keeps people just keep getting tricked. And you're like, okay, who's really going to come out on top here? Solid movie. In my opinion, you know, what big character you forgot about, which everyone thought was their favorite was Lando played by Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. I feel like he didn't steal the show. Like, I I liked him a lot. Some people um, that I was kind of looking up people's opinions, a lot of people felt like he stole the show. I thought he was amazing, also equally charming and kind of conniving. But I thought, I mean, I love anything that he's in. So I thought he did a great job. I don't know how much it lines up with, like, Lando from the other movies because I've never seen him. I think, I think out of the two, I think Donald Glover does a better job with his character than the guy who played Han Solo. I think he had the mannerisms of Lando Calrissian down. He had the voice pretty much down. I, I think he did a great job. My big thing about this movie is I just didn't see the point. It was kind of like what I've said before. I don't feel the point of the prequels in general. I don't need to know the backstory of all these characters. Now, the only thing that was satisfying about it is that it did tie in to what we've been watching before with Darth Maul and the Crimson Dawn and all this stuff. That was cool, but they could have done that without it being a Han Solo movie. True. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't, if you were just watching the movies, you wouldn't even know that Darth Maul was alive. Well, half of him. Um, I like the movie. I don't know. We can save ratings for the end. I really liked it overall. I feel like Han Solo is a very beloved character. It's not like they chose to do a movie on Jar Jar Binks. Like, at least this is like a core beloved character. Well, speaking um, of core and beloved characters of Star mm-hmm. Wars, let's move on to our next homework assignment, which I don't think you did, but I did. <laughs> Good for because you. Because I said briefly in the last episode that we're using a brand new chronological order. And with that, we found two shows that we had previously not even heard of or weren't even part of the original one that we were using. But I watched the 80s classic, and I say that very sarcastically because it literally lasted one season in 1985, and it ended with a second season episode in 1986, the year I was born, the greatest year in history. And that is Star Wars Droids with C-3PO and R2-T2 going on these crazy adventures. And I'll say this. It was an 80s cartoon, very 80s. 
I thought it was kind of fun. I, I thought it was a fun show. Uh, they go on these different adventures. It's like three or four episodes or, uh, or, or episode arc where they go with different masters. Cause uh, it actually says it does take place shortly after revenge of the Sith when they're given to this one guy and they're, they're saying the only reason this show could fit into the chronological order is if that guy had lost them. And so when he loses them, they go on all these different adventures. It was very short, very sweet. Here's my final question here, because I did not watch that. And I'm sure our listeners would be wondering worth our time to go find or not. And if so, where do we watch? I think if you're a diehard Star Wars fan, which Katie is not, and I'm not like a diehard Star Wars fan, but it was interesting for me to watch because it was made in the 80s around the time I was born. So that was kind of cool to watch. And it actually had the the original voice of C-3PO. Anthony Daniels lent his voice in this cartoon. And I'm pretty sure the, the voice of R2-D2, because it's only beeps and stuff was also the voice of R2-T2 in this. It was a fun show. I'm not saying you have to go out and watch it. It is on Disney+. Plus. It's there if you want to watch it, because I think it's cool that Disney has this Star Wars vintage collection where it's all these old-time cartoons and old-time movies, which some we will watch, unless Katie's like, Nathan, you can just go ahead and watch all the old stuff, and I'll just watch the more recent things. But we have to watch you know, Ewoks, the Ewoks cartoon show and the Ewoks movies. we got to watch those when we get to Return of the Jedi, which we'll get to do. Oh, I forgot we hadn't even met those guys yet. Okay, so the third thing I actually did watch is uh, Star Wars Rebels, which is kind of like Clone Wars in that it's a lot of seasons. So that kind of tells you a little review right there that they kept making them. So they were obviously not too bad. Um, it is so many episodes. I believe there's like over 75 episodes total. And Nathan handed me a... 50 essential episodes list, which in case anyone's wondering on the math on that, that would be 20 plus hours of TV. So uh, Nathan, did you watch all of season one or no? I watched the essential episodes that we talked about. And so we are introduced to a character named Ezra, who is kind of like a hot and solo character at first. And then he runs into this band of rebels which are people who are totally against the Empire. At the end of Solo, basically, it introduces the fact that there are a group of people gathering together to form some, some sort of rebellion against the Empire. So that's where this show takes place. And so he obviously he joins this group of people. He finds out that one of them is actually a Jedi. And so he starts wanting to learn the ways of the Jedi. And throughout the first couple episodes, it's basically just these characters you are introduced to the bad guys of this series, which is the Inquisitor, I believe. And he's like the Empire's kind of like Darth Maul slash Darth Vader kind of character, which later on, we actually, by the end of this season, we see Darth Vader. And we also see another character from Clone Wars, Ahsoka Tano shows up. Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me. Now, that's a big spoiler, y'all, because... They call her Fulcrum the whole time. They're, they keep getting correspondence from this Fulcrum person. Nathan, did you have a hunch? Like, did you ever think it was maybe her? Or did you, was it a surprise? Yeah, because I looked it up. Wow. No patience. I didn't look it up, but I did guess. Like, I just had a feeling. 
Um, and I was also had a feeling that Rex would show back up, which I don't think he does in this season, but he's going to. So that's kind of cool. It's like an ode to Clone Wars. You need to have watched Clone Wars to get that. And tell me if this is right or wrong. Was I'm pretty sure Kanan, they said this in season one, there was like some small little line about it, that he was the little kid Jedi that like was the in the first episode of Bad Batch. He's the kid that like runs away when his master gets uh, killed because the Inquisitor makes fun of him for like running away and not standing up. I was like, ooh, see, this is why you got to watch all of it. Well, I was also kind of confused because he mentions, how did you survive Order 66? He says that. And so, wait, Katie, so you watched all the episodes? You didn't just watch the essential one? Are you proud of me? No, because why did I send you that essential? Listen, well, I wanted to give it a chance the first season. I will say there's 22 episodes coming up for homework, so I probably will not watch all of those. Um, but I can tell you to finish the summary or the, the synopsis, Nathan pretty much covered everything. And the episodes that are deemed not essential, I would agree, are not essential. So if you have not gone and watched it, I would find a list. Yes. I mean, it's basically like what Clone Wars did. They gave little characters their own episodes and stuff like that. Ezra's the clear protagonist. Do you like Ezra? Yes or no? Yeah, I mean, I, I like Ezra. I think... It, I think the reason it's taking me a little bit to get used to this show as a pair to compared to clone wars is the animation's different. And so I, I, I don't know why that's such a big thing for me, but like, I don't know. The animation is kind of, I'm getting used to it. I, anyway. I get it. I got you. And if, when you meet Ahsoka, when she comes into the lap, she's in the uh, episode 15, she's changed. So like, she doesn't have those big old bug eyes anymore. Um, she's all grown up. Uh, I I liked Rebels. I have a friend who is a big Star Wars fan. Shout out Barrett. And this is like his favorite. So other than like the core movies, like this is his favorite TV show. Uh, I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm intrigued, but I do feel like I'm going to have to skip the filler episodes if I'm going to enjoy watching this. I think we should give some Grogu's. I, I bet I could, we should guess each other's Grogu's today. Can we do that? Sure. Okay. You're like, mm. I'm I'm going to guess that Nathan's going to give, he's going to give Solo gets two Grogu's. Um, the show that I didn't watch, he seemed to, I'm going to give four Grogu's and Nathan's going to rank Rebels with four Grogu's as well. Am I close? I, I, I think that you think I'm being really harsh with Solo. <laughs> yes. Okay. You said I was going to give it two and a half. I'm going to give it three and a half Grogu's because I liked how it tied into what we've been watching. That's about it. Okay. Yeah. Droids. It was a cute show. I'd give it 3.5. Okay. And then rebels. I give so far because of the epicness of the ending with Darth Vader and Ahsoka and all that stuff. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it a chance. I I I don't know why the animation's bugging me so much. It's just really different than Clone Wars. All right. Well, what do you think I'm gonna rank? Uh, I think you're gonna give Solo like a five, five and a half, something like that, because you seem to really like it. Five and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. Droid, droids, you're probably gonna give a zero because you didn't watch it at all. 
And then Rebels, because you seem to like it pretty good, uh, probably a 4.5 or a 5. You're actually spot on. I, I would say that. Yeah, I would say five and a half for Solo and and then maybe four and a half for for Rebels. Um, but I am looking forward to our homework because that will be taking us right into Rebels again. So what's our homework? That's right. Our homework is Rebels season two and season three. And we will be watching and following the essential episodes list, which I will post on our Facebook and our Twitter. You should be following us, share our stuff, support us, love us. Let your friends love us too. Also a great way for your friends and other people that may not necessarily be your friends, but you can be helpful anyway to find the show is by leaving us a review on Apple podcast, leave us a review, let us know what we're doing right. And if you want to let us know how we can change some stuff. Cause you know, you're never perfect until you okay. die. All right. Well, wow. That well, was yeah, really let's get, let's get a better closing quote then please. That's depressing. Um, there was a lot of good quotes that came up in, uh, in the rebels show. I'm trying to think of a Han Solo quote. Give me a second. Give me a second. Edit this out. Han Solo, Han Solo quotes. Katie Googles Han Solo quotes from the movie Solo. Yeah, she's looking it up. And uh, 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 I got nothing. Thanks for listening to Nadie and Katie at the movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you wish for us to watch... You can contact us at nadyandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.